Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Expert to Authority show. My name is Simone Vincenzi, and this is the show for coaches, speakers, and trainers and experts who want to grow their businesses while making an impact in the world. Now, if you are new to the show, welcome, welcome, welcome. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. And if you are returning, if you're coming back, then Welcome back. You know that you're definitely in for a treat. In fact, today we are talking about productivity. Uh, how can we be more productive in our lives? And, uh, you know, we can have all the best strategies and we can know the things to do, but if you're not productive in doing them, what's the point, right? And that's why today we have Sean Shuchak. Sean is the go-to for those entrepreneurs, high achievers, and leaders that are driven to achieve more and collapse timeframes. Sean is known as the productivity speaker, the number one result coach, two times best-selling author, and most recently on the list of top 25 speakers of 2022. Through speaking, publications, articles, and videos, his, messages, his message has impacted millions. So talking about the three proven step method to massively boost productivity, welcome, Sean. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good to see you. So we get started straight away. Uh, what is one tool, app, book, thing that you use in your life or business that people need to know about? It's too good this to keep it for you. It's a good question. It's a good question. I like how you start the show because I think there's, uh, there's this gap. Uh, sometimes it's too wide and too big for some people to navigate. Um, and you're talking about the expert space, the coaches, dollars, speakers, consultants. That's this, this is the group. The unfortunate part is the vast majority of those people decide to get into this can't afford to pay attention, never mind their bills. Uh, it's one of the most challenging. I remember Bob Proctor, for those of you who are watching and, and know who Bob Proctor was, he passed away earlier this year. He was my first coach. And this goes back, you know, this will date me going back, you know, two and a half decades ago. And when I said to him, Bob, I want to get into coaching, he said, Sean, it's the most challenging career or, or business you will ever get into. I said, yeah, don't worry about it, Bob. I got this. He said, Sean, just pay attention and listen. So for those of you who know Bob, Bob was one of the most incredible speakers in the world from, from stage. In person, he was in your face. He didn't accept excuses. Uh, he's very blunt, was very blunt. And he said, Sean, just pay attention to what I'm saying. And I said, yeah, yeah, I started some companies. I'm, I'm okay, Bob. Well, you know, a few years later, we we're on the phone. And he said, um, how about it? He says, I said, yeah, yeah, you're right. So why I say that to you is because in this realm that we're in, we're selling an intangible. If you want to sell a phone or a laptop or something, it's feature benefit and people make a decision based on that. Sales in the realm of intangibles is drastically different. And mm -hmm. if you try and apply sales that you know from selling a laptop or whatever some sales trainer taught you in, and going and selling high ticket in consulting or coaching or training, the fact of the matter is you're going to fail miserably. Uh, many, many years ago, uh, back in 2013, I was doing an event and I had a young guy that was attending the event. His name was Stefan Arneo. And uh, he is out of Canada or was out of Canada. And um, unfortunately, uh, he lost his battle with cancer in May of 2020 at the age of 33. He's the author, I think, nine books. The one book that even our team uses here in our own office is called The Close, Seven Level Selling. If you are in this space that we're talking about, I encourage you to go and get this book, read it cover to cover. And when you finish, start back at page one and read it all the way through again. You will get something out of this. I don't get paid for this. It's not a public service announcement other than I want to help you. Because 
Um, the closing ratio in non-tangible sales is very, very low. I will share this with you. Um, our closing ratio on our team is about 80% because at the end of the day, we're not selling coaching. And I'll leave it at that. And uh, thank you for letting me share. Oh, thank you for sharing. So they close seven level selling. Yeah, Stefan Arnio, A-A-R-N-I-O is his last name. Stefan Arnio. So make sure that the link is in the show notes. So scroll down. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it everywhere. So the yes, link everywhere. is in the show notes. Make sure you check it out. And thank you for sharing because I agree with you. You're not selling something tangible. So you need to sell it in a different way. I'm curious, Sean, now, what made you start uh, in, the, in this space? Because uh, you said that <laughs> you had like before you had something different and then you said no i can make this work in the coaching and speaking space and then of course i'm sure you had your lessons there what made you start what was the catalyst for you uh i've started running profit from 44 different companies and probably will start more um i'm just that guy um people think i'm a little bit crazy or loco and i'm all good with that um but the reality of it is um i remember many years ago i'd gone through a rough time in my life and then uh I was driving through the city I lived in at the time, and I can remember where I was, and I had this epiphany, this aha moment that something had to change, not something small, something large, something dramatic. I had to make a shift. Um, I didn't know at the time what it was going to be, and uh, I heard that this guy, this is before The Secret and you know some of the stuff that we know of over the last few years, uh, came out, and this guy, Bob Proctor, was coming to my city. And so you know the internet wasn't what it is today, and I found the phone number and phoned his office and I hear, you know, Bob Proctor's coming to my city. And they said, yeah. And I said, okay, when is it and how much? And they said, $1,500. And I said, I'm not spending $1,500 to hear some guy preach to me for three days. Forget that noise. Um, but nonetheless, on the Friday evening after he finished speaking, I went and had a conversation with him and bought a breakfast on the Saturday morning. And, along, and I'll tell this story later, later date, maybe if you have me back one time. But long story short is I wanted to be able to have an impact, a positive impact to be able to give back. Uh, and yeah, sure, I've learned my lessons. And I'll share this. I, I was um, decided I was going to do an event. And this is in the early days of Facebook. Did some mm -hmm. ads, filled a room, had 80, 90 people in the room. And um, I, I, put, I poured my heart and my soul into doing this presentation. And one person bought at mm -hmm. the end of it. And I was like, what did I do wrong? And so back to the drawing board. I mean, I was crestfallen. Um, and back to the drawing board. And so the next month, I did the same thing all over again. And the only thing I changed between that first event and the second event a month later, same sort of same sort of room, 80, 90 people, uh, was the offer I made wasn't $300 a month. It was $1,500 a month. Um, the perceived value because of the increase in the dollar figure um, uh, was such, uh, su such an impactful thing that mm -hmm. half the room bought. So you, you, there's lessons to take away from that. Most of us, especially in this, this space, um, we don't do things. We don't either understand the value we bring to the table. And let's be clear, most of you watching and listening today have a lifetime of knowledge, skill, education, and experience, all of which is extremely valuable. And if it's packaged the right way, people will pay you incredible sums of money for your help assistance in whatever it is, okay? Whatever modality you choose. Um, I will say this, though, uh, in a second. Um, the other one uh, about coaching and how it should be holistic. The other one is on the uh, on the value proposition side is understanding what people need. Um, it's not what you think. And if you're the expert and you're really, really good at what you do, and I hope you are, what you think a lot of times is irrelevant. 
the person sitting in front of you, it's far more important what they think, what yeah. they need, and being able to, to meet them where they're at, not trying to force them to meet you where you were at. So um, I'm, get, I'm getting two things here. So one is uh, the your fees. Your fees and actually that you, you might be shortcutting yourself if you're charging too little because people might not be perceiving you as being valuable and or being good enough for to get the results that they want. And the second one is meeting people where they're at, meeting people where they're right in their mind, meeting people where to understand really what they want. And it's less about you and what you want to give them and, and what you want to do for them, but it's about what they want and how can the two align. I'm curious now, at this point then, what made you decide to specialize in productivity? Because when you're starting in the coaching speaking space, you know, um, I don't know if people, maybe you did like a lot of people do, start talking about different topics, start talking and touching different topics. What was about productivity that made you say, this is my thing? Well, I'm gonna, I'll share this with you. Coaching needs to be, and for those of you watching and listening, this is really important. Coaching needs to be a holistic approach. You, if you're, I'm not a sales coach. I'm not a marketing coach. I'm not a mindset coach. I'm not all of these things. Here's why. Now, there's nothing wrong with any of them. But the challenge is if you're really, really good at one and not the others, it's going to be really, really tough to be successful. I can be really good at sales, but if I have no one to sell to, what am I going to do? I can be really good at marketing. If I don't know how to sell, I'm a problem. Yeah, I can be, I can have all kinds of knowledge and skill, but if I don't have the right mindset, none of it's going to make a difference because it all starts here. So let me put that out there first. Our coaching and what I've done over the course of the last two and a half plus decades is really focusing on, on the results and the outcome, not just one modality. Because if we go back to what I said at the beginning, um, if we sell coaching, we're like every other person out there, okay? Yeah. And if you want to be like every other person out there, go ahead and sell coaching. If we're going to talk about results, it's not going to be just one modality, okay? But productivity, to, to your answer your question, Productivity is um, a buzzword that we've heard about for a few generations. Okay. We've, yeah, you got to increase productivity. Your team has to be more productive. You have to do, and, and we talk about it and we hear this, and there's books written about this. But the reality of it is, we don't really understand what it takes to be more productive. And so um, I've spoken a lot of things over the years involving what I do, and I've spoken to about 5,000 audiences over the years. And the interesting part is, when the topic of productivity comes, a lot of people are, yeah, yeah, I've heard that before. It's like talking about goal setting. Yeah, yeah, I, I heard about goals before. Productivity is something completely different. When we start to understand how to become more productive, and it's not just a buzzword, someone said you should do this, um, then all of a sudden we start to put the pieces of the puzzle together and it makes sense. And when we do it the right way, the outcomes change. Right? So productivity is something we all need, whether you like it or not. And I don't care if you're in the first grade. I don't care if you have a PhD. Right. Um, I had a gentleman, he's he's uh, he's got two PhDs. Um, and, you know, I, I said something at the onset, people people smiling. You know, a lot of folks that are educated, well-educated at that level can't afford to pay attention, never mind the bills. He could understand why he wasn't making money. And he hired me to coach him to disprove what I did. It worked the opposite, of course. Okay? <laughs> so he invested an incredible amount of time energy, effort, and money to work with me. And then two years later, phoned me and he said, can I buy you a coffee? Made him at the coffee shop. And he said, you saved my life and my marriage. He said, I didn't hire you to work with you. I hired you because I thought you were full of, you know what? But when I, when I actually got to a place where I had to accept it, what you were saying, it changed everything. 
And so when we start to understand that when we have, you know, you've heard the old adage, you can't, you can't lead a horse to water and make it drink. Sure. So you can't force anyone to do anything. That individual has to, at some level, be open, right? And I think that's the key. Productivity, uh, it changes not just one aspect of what someone does, not just your life or your relationships or your business or your career. It's everything because mm -hmm. it becomes a part of you and your lifestyle. And, and so you talk about a three-step model for productivity what are the three steps and how do they work because well let's uh, start with with step one let's let's actually understand productivity first okay yeah. um if you don't know where you're going you're not going to be productive so the first thing we want to understand is what the definition of activity uh, of productivity is productivity is defined as any action step or activity that moves you in the direction of your goal or objective mm -hmm. okay so if you're doing the first step if you're doing something that's non-productive stop doing it now, I know that's harsh, and I know that's brash, and I know it's in people's faces. But as entrepreneurs, we have this thing that's called entrepreneur syndrome. If I don't do it all myself, it's not done right. Mm -hmm. And there's people right now that are watching and listening to this smiling because they know exactly what I'm talking about. I'll never forget um, uh, a couple. They'd started a company in the basement. They built it up. They were doing, I don't know, 40 or $45 million a year. They were doing well. And the, the the husband phoned me one time and said, can we meet you? We were referred to you and we had a few meetings and they decided to work with us. And, and, and I don't just work with people at that level. It just so happened that's the, the situation. And the first day after we were engaged, the wife phoned me. She said, oh my goodness, Sean. She goes, we had the most amazing day. I said, awesome, share with me. And she said, well, you know, this happened, this happened. I said, well, what did you do to move the needle forward? What did you do to move the company, you know, forward in the direction you guys, you know, predetermined objective? And the phone went quiet. I said, well, it's 630 in the evening. What are you doing right now? And she said, well, my husband and I are here. We're cleaning the bathrooms and we're emptying the waste paper baskets and we're vacuuming the floor. And I said, whoa, 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 time out. Why are you doing this? Well, she said, somebody needs to do this. And she mm -hmm. was right somebody does need to do it not them mm -hmm. okay because if you're in, if you can go out and generate more than whatever that dollar figure is whatever it costs to have someone clean your office or whatever it is your home even mow your lawn or clean your snow or whatever if you can hire someone for less than than what you can generate you should do that and people look at me funny and they say you know the interesting comments when i say this so the first step is understanding what you should not be doing you cannot grow and you cannot scale until you know what you should not be doing. I, I want to stay on this first step, but I'll put the same question to you. What was one thing that uh, was really hard for you to let go of? It was <laughs> it was one of these things that, you, you know, you, need, you knew you had to let go of that at some point in order to follow your own productivity advice, but still <laughs> you were struggling to do that. What was that? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a lifelong serial entrepreneur and uh, between 1999 and 2007, I built the largest independent management consulting firm uh, on the western side of the North American co continent, U.S. and Canada predominantly. Um, I bought a little company that was doing maybe $100,000 gross revenue a year and in 1999. And between 1999 and 2007, when I sold it, the last fiscal year, we did $133 million. And we were about $9 million, and I hired a CEO. And... I remember the following morning, you know, we'd gone through the vetting process and it would, this was a, you know, a month long or five week long process. Yeah. And the following morning after he was brought on, I was in the office at 6 a.m. And he looked at me and he said, what are you doing here? 
I said, coming to work. He goes, that's fine. It's your company. He said, but remember, you hired me for a reason. Stay out of my way. And it was like someone, I don't know, threw a dagger through my heart. Like, this is my baby. Um, so I, I'll say this. Letting go is probably one of the toughest things that for me um, and, and anyone who's an entrepreneur and has built a company understands this. I have to hold it closed. And if I don't touch everything, it's not done right. If I don't answer a phone call and every email and blah, 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 all this, you know, we, we just start spouting garbage and we justify what we do. Um, but that for me was probably one of the toughest ones. Um, the ones I didn't have a problem with, you know, I don't have a problem with someone coming and mowing my lawn. Uh, I don't have a problem with someone coming and doing some of these things that, um, you know, that yes, they need to get done. Full full stop. They have to get done, but you know they're they're not productive for me to be doing. Uh, that doesn't mean I don't teach my kids how to mow the lawn. It just means that you know I don't need to be doing it. Uh, and a lot of people have an issue with that. They're like, well, you know, you think I, I remember speaking. I was speaking at a group in the United States, and this lady said, well, you think you're better than us because you don't mow your lawn. And I said, no, 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 no. It has nothing to do with that. It's about where you invest your time and the output, right? And for anyone listening, it's not about time in at all. You can put in 18 hours a day if you want. It's about results out. So if you can accomplish the same amount of time in two or three hours, the average person takes 18 to, to produce the same results. Hey, you're that much further ahead. Now and the way you do that is eliminate the things that are non-productive for you. So that's number one. So thank you for sharing. Number one. So eliminate the things that are not productive for you. Mm -hmm. What's the second step? Where are we going next? Listen, truly successful people, and there's, there's a whole bunch of these. There's 12 of these laws, but the, the, we'll talk just about one or two. Truly successful people have a minimum of three areas of focus at any given time. Now, let me be very clear. I have a lot of things on the go, a lot more than three. The, the, the difference is I'm not actively involved with them on a daily basis. I may have someone come to me on a Friday afternoon for an hour and give me a, uh, you know, a, a quick synopsis, a recap of the week on that project or that company. Um, but I only am involved in three. And so that's the second part of this. You need to limit where you invest your time. Now, I'm not talking about family time. I'm not talking about time with your spouse or your friends. I'm talking about the time you invest into those three initiatives, whatever they are. Okay. So limit that. Now, I'll, I'll quickly share this. Truly successful people always also have a minimum, and this doesn't really apply to this, but at some level, it will play into the, the productivity picture they have a, a minimum of three sources of income. So a maximum three areas of focus and a minimum three sources of income. And the reason I say that to you, because if you only have one and something happens to the one, which we all know can happen very easily, mm -hmm. there's no such thing as a secure job career that doesn't exist, mm -hmm. even government ones. Um, you know, if you look at most governments around the world, they're broke. So there's no such thing as a secure job. So what you do when you have three sources of income is you create some of that security that you can get nowhere else, especially if you're an entrepreneur, right? That doesn't mean you have to um, have three separate uh, focuses. You know, you don't have to be, you know, uh, a consultant or coach um, and you have to, you know, shovel snow for a living if you live in that climate uh, and you have to have a trucking company. That's not what I'm saying, but mm -hmm. you can have three sources of income uh, and maybe they, they all feed into whatever it is your focus is. Right. Can you give an example on that? Because I, I think that some people they might, uh, for some people that they are in like in already investing or they can already they've already had gone through that journey. It might be obvious. Say okay, yes, I can. I have these sources of income. But for someone starting out, 
that they might think, okay, but where do I find, like, does it need to start another business? Because one of the biggest piece of advice that when you're starting something new is focus on that thing and make it grow. Because if you focus on too many things, then you, got so you can see, you can see the conflict there. So can you give an example about yeah, how these 100%. two can coexist? Yeah. Well, and by the way, what you said is really, really good because that plays exactly into that maximum of three areas of focus. If you fo it's been proven, I didn't, this is not, this is not me. It's been proven that if you have more than three, you'll accomplish nothing. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'll give you an example. Uh, my first book that came out a number of years ago, Bob Proctor wrote the forward to this many moons ago. Um, this book, even now, still generates a lot of business for us. Uh, probably twenty-five or thirty thousand of these books sold last year, and I can that I know of. You know, you can't track everything that goes through Amazon or any of these, you know, these mm -hmm. other booksellers. Sure. But um, I can attribute about a million and a half dollars in sales just to the fact that this this book sold. So the book generates some money. The business that comes as a result of of, of that generates some money. Um, and so we'll just, I'll touch on this, you know, COVID kind of changed a couple things for us, especially for in-person as it did for most of the world. Um, but, uh, masterminds. So, um, I have for many, many years until COVID hit and we're re relaunching here, uh, in the next few months, but, um, uh, we hosted a mastermind. That's one revenue stream. That's all unto itself. Mm -hmm. Um, we have, uh, we have the, the coaching side of things. And then we have also, and, and because I think this is uh, really important for the expert space, is we have a publishing company. And all we publish are nonfiction books um, mm -hmm. for people in this space, because this becomes a launch pad and a platform. Your book is what's going to set you apart from everyone else. And if you look at the really, truly successful people in this space, they all have at least one, maybe more book books. Mm -hmm. So all of those have sources of income. And then there's other things over the course of time. Speaking brings in money. Okay. So, yeah, you start so what I'm hearing you saying, stuff. what I'm hearing you saying, they're all like different services within the same business. Sure. So the focus can be the same business, but sure. uh, you are differentiating instead of getting paid only for your coaching or maybe only doing events. And I can definitely re relate with that in particular. I, during COVID, webinars for us saved our ass because we were running 200 events a year. We did a thousand events in five years, uh, mainly in London. And that was our model. Like we were running events two or three a week or five years. Bang, bang. We're a machine like that. Then COVID hit and all our lead generation, conversion and delivery is set on live events. Thanks God I was doubling with webinars before. But then... Uh, changing everything in terms of online courses online programs still doing the one-to-one -one, do it done for you for uh for webinar services like all these things is what got us to move the attention and direction of money from one thing to the other and that's well that's I'll you're bang on and, and i'll share this um with results press our publishing company there's uh for all our authors there's something called author university and one of the things we talk about and there's an entire section in there that's dedicated how to repurpose the content so with results press the author gets to, to keep ownership of their intellectual property right it doesn't become owner uh doesn't become owned by the publishing company which in most most instances it does and the reason for that is we teach how you take the, the contents of their book and repurpose it and can actually generate there's a, a 12 different ways you generate um, additional million dollars a year in revenue just by repurposing something you already have. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So there's there's a lot of ways you take a look at it and people go, 100%. oh, yeah, you know, I have a book. And I always ask the question, how many books did you sell? And they're like, oh, 500. And how long has the book been out? They're like, well, for five years or six years. Or, and I say, well, well, but that's, you know, like, where's the rest of them? Well, it's tough. And you know what? Anything worthwhile sometimes can present its own set of challenges. Um, you know, 100%. you know, people I was I was I have a summer place in the Canadian Rockies and I was having a conversation with a friend of Rand with the campfire last summer. And he said, and he said, just in the city you live in, and I live in Calgary in Canada, he said, just in the city we, you know, you live in, how many coaches do you think have come and gone over the past 20 years? And, and you know, it, thousands and thousands of people have hung a shingle out and put up a website and said, I'm a coach, um, and then vanished six months later. Because, you know, at the end of the day, there's this misconception that, um, and probably propagated by some gurus, you know, they stand on stage and say, you can make millions of dollars in coaching. And can you? Sure. Uh, but it's would you, just, will you, <laughs> is a different, different topic. Okay. Let's get, let's get back to productivity. So we have uh, number one, know what to get rid of. Mm-hmm. Number two, focus on a maximum of three areas and having a minimum of three sources of income. What's the third, what's the third principle? Productivity. So listen, we talk a lot and, and the, this, so the personal development world, the coaching realm talks a lot about taking action. But I want to be very clear about something. I can go stand in the middle of any freeway in the world um, and flap my arms like a bird flaps its wings. I'm taking action. But I'm not accomplishing much other than getting hit by a vehicle, you know, exceeding the speed limit. So the reality of it is taking action is not what it's all about. And I look, people look at me funny when I say this from stage because they're like, what do you mean? That's my coach told me I should take action. Well, that's great. And I'm not knocking that coach necessarily, but here's the key. You need to take action or execute on the steps of your predetermined objective. If you don't know what you're doing or where you're going, how do you execute? And so a lot of people get up in the morning, including those some of those in this space that I'm in, and the first thing they do is what they like to do, or it's about putting out fires. And so the things they don't like to do get relegated to the back of the desk, you know, and if you're not in this space, maybe you're a plumber or you're an electrician or you're something else. And, you know, that you get the back of the truck or the, the van or the, the the whatever, your shop, and they don't get dealt with until they're on fire. And so we go from one fire to the next, putting out fires instead of actually doing things that need to be done that are productive, right? High leverage activities. What are those high leverage activities? We call them HLAs. What are those high leverage activities you need to be engaged in that are going to move in the direction of your goal or objective? And if you're not doing them, you have problems. So w- we need to know what those are. And the only way we know what those are is when we know where we're going. So what does that picture look like? We reverse engineer that. And then we take a look and say, okay, what do you have to do every year, month, week, day? And for guys like me, maybe even in every hour, um, what do you need to be doing? That's a high leverage activity, mm-hmm. but the, you cannot get there until you know what it is you're, you're going to do. So, you know, where do you see yourself in two years? And then we reverse engineer that. So understanding the third one is really starting to understand um, what those high leverage activities are, those things that are going to move you, and then executing. That's the key. 
What are some of the, give me one of the high leverage activities that are on your to-do list right now or in your accomplishment list for where you want to go? What is one of the high leverage activities? You're the, that's a really good on. question. And I'll share this. Uh, Dan Kennedy, who's considered to be one of, if not the best marketers in the world, uh, he says that seven, and this applies very specifically to what everyone in the expert space wants. They want more business. They want more paying clients, high paying clients is 70% of your time should be invested in business generation. So every day, that's that's in my calendar and everything. Let's be very clear about something. If you don't know what you're doing that day, you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. If it's not in my calendar, it doesn't exist. This conversation with you, it was in my calendar. And if it's not there, it doesn't exist. I have friends of mine that'll phone me and say, hey, Sean, you know, do you want to go for dinner on Saturday evening? I say, sure, which Saturday? They're like, you're putting me in the calendar, aren't you? I'm like, yeah. I have to. I have to. I totally have to. Otherwise, and I get I people. I lost, I, lost phone somebody. I lost a girlfriend because of that. <laughs> we couldn't work. Trust me, because I was like, so it was my. my but here's the interesting part. I, 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 I was like, people, I had to. And I'll say, hey, you know, we met at an event. We're doing something. And they'll say, you have such incredible follow up, Sean. I'll say, yeah, you know what? My calendar works amazing. Yeah. Right. Um, we sometimes become, and I'll use a term a lot of people don't like to hear, we become lazy. Right. We're like, yeah, yeah, I'll phone that person. And then six months goes by. We well, guess what? In six months, too late. I'm for the person. Yeah. Right. So when you have somebody that wants to talk to you, wants to engage with you, that you've had a conversation with, you need to do something about it and not wait six months. So the big part of this is, is the execution. Mm -hmm. So go, going back to your, so you, you mentioned that one of your highest leverage activity is a get new business but what is the specific activity that you you are going to you do consistently to get new business that's what i'm interested in so th that's a really good question so one of the things um that for the past 20 some years i've done and, and so I'll, I'll let me let me preface it by saying this come january 1st i'm no longer accepting one-on-one -on -one clients i have for two and a half decades um, a lot of my coaches have told me, you know, over the years that I should not be doing one-on-one. -on -one. I love doing one-on-one, -on -one. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm at a point in time in my life and I have two young kids where, um, I want a little more time. So as of January 1st, I'm not taking any more one-on-one -on -one clients. Um, my, but you know, up until now, those, some of those activities are picking up the phone. Okay. So there's a few things, uh, one follow-up, always having conversations. You know, I, um, I spent a lot of time on this thing. Right. I don't mean on Facebook or any of this. I mean, talking to people, having high level conversations. Um, and so that's one. And here's another one. And this applies to everybody every day. Like if you work five days a week or six days a week or whatever your schedule is, pick up your phone and make three phone calls. Without any other agenda other than saying, hi, how are you? No agenda to sell, no agenda to close, nothing. Just hi, how are you? even if you've already worked with them. And there's a reason for this because you become much more valuable in your network when 100%. people, when you're top of mind and tip of tongue, because if you and I are having a conversation and you say to me, yeah, you know what? I got this colleague, this friend, this whomever it is that really needs X coach. Okay. You're going to say, you know what you should do? You should talk to Sean Shujak. Here's his information. Yeah, you're, you're top of mind. Okay. Because you're right. top of mind, because you kept so, the relationship going. Absolutely. When you listen, your life is predicated on two things: one, the decisions you make; two, the relationships you establish, nurture, and build. Full stop. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. You can, you can mix everything else up and say, there's all kinds of important things, but that's it because without really relationships, you have nothing. And the decisions are going to determine what the outcomes are. Uh, man, that's, that's absolutely gold. In fact, I'm like, we're, we're going to wrap up now. Uh, we talked about the three steps here. So one, understand what you not going to do then delegate that part and also to know what your higher leverage activity not having more than three maximum three exactly. focuses and minimum three sources of income and then also um knowing your higher leverage activity knowing what you're going to execute my, my brain was looking for for the right <laughs> words <laughs> i got i got i got there at the end thank you <laughs> Uh, so if someone wants to reach out to you, someone wants to work with you, know what you're up to, uh, what's the best way to get in touch with you? So if if you'll indulge me for a moment, um, coming very quickly, uh, we are going to revol revolutionize coaching. Up until this point in time, there's been two delivery models. One is one-on-one, -on -one, the other is group. The problem, one-on-one -on -one is very time-consuming. And the group model is there's a lot of times there's a great disparity between someone who's just starting out and someone who's been around for a few years. And delivering value to both of those is a challenge. So coming in the new year in January, uh, we have a program that I've been working on for three years, um, and it is really going to revolutionize coaching and delivery uh, and the results and outcomes as a result of coaching. So that's that's something that's huge. Uh, people can get a hold of us. They go to changeyourresults.com. Uh, and, and of course, anywhere on social media, but changeyourresults.com. There's a whole bunch. There's a new website coming. Uh, there's some new marketing coming. Uh, the, the, the coaching aspect for anyone out there that is involved in what we do has a passion, um, wants to have a positive impact, not just around them, but grow that and have that ripple effect. Um, coaching needs to be a holistic approach. It's not just about one thing or one modality. And, um, I've had the privilege over the past, I'm going to say five years with working about 150 coaches and watching, I've got a guy right now, he's out of the United States. Um, he's increased just in the last 12 months, he's increased his revenue by a million dollars in coaching because of a shift in the approach when you deal with people. And I think that's a key. When we understand that people want a lot of times what we want, we just don't know how to communicate with them unless we have, we ask them the right questions and they share and it gives us an opportunity. Thank you for indulging me. Ah, so that's the, the website is uh, again, uh, changeyourresults.com. So changeyourresults.com. Make sure you check it I out. Have a, I have a gift. Yes. So let's go. With I'd, love, I'd love to give everyone a copy of this book. So uh, text me. What's the title uh, of the book? Because uh, you've been mentioning the book, but we're, we're on a podcast. And some people, they're just going to watch. They're just going to listen. So it's called changeyourresults.com. Okay. So that's the change your mind. Okay. Change, change your, your mind, change your results. Websites, changeyourresults.com. So change your mind, change your results. Awesome. Sean Shuchuk, you can see it without the reflection. Uh, Bob Proctor did the forward, somewhere down at the bottom there. Um, I will send you a copy. I'm happy to send you a copy of that. Uh, text your name and your email address to uh, plus sign 1-403-457-4002. And within, uh, within 24 hours, you'll receive a copy of that book from us. Free charge. All right, let's repeat again the phone number one more time. It's so plus sign. If you're if you're not in North America, plus sign one. 403-457-4002. Awesome. So the link, the number is, is also in the show notes. So just scroll down, send a text message with your name, with your email address. Sean will know that it's coming from you and is going to send you a free copy of the book. Absolutely. Uh, Sean, it has been a, an incredible pleasure having you here. If we were to summarize uh, with one final thought, 
the conversation that we had today, what would your final message be? Uh, listen, for those of you who are in the expert space, there's a reason you got into this. And the reason you got into this was to have a positive impact. And what I want you to do is do a moment or two of introspect, introspection and look inside and say, okay, how do I continue to do what, I, what I'm passionate about, what I want to do, but grow it, have that impact become a ripple effect. And people ask me all the time, they say, Sean, what do you do what you do? And here's the reason. I'm told that when it's my turn to check out, your life flashes before your eyes. And I don't want that to happen anytime soon, but I want to make sure when it does happen, it's a movie worth watching. Awesome. Thank you, Sean. It has been an incredible interview. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here today. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, again, if you have not hit the subscribe button yet, make sure you subscribe and also leave us a review. Let us know what you think about the show. Review goes a long way. It is really important for the show. So uh, let us know. And in particular, a five-star review is good for the guests. It's good for the show. It's good for my ego. It's good for everyone else. So <laughs> I cannot wait to see you next episode. And until next time, always remember, that together we grow exponentially. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Explode Your Expert Business Show. If you enjoyed the interview, please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. Every week we will select a winner from the reviews that we get. So it might be you. Make sure you give us a review. It means the world to us and that's how we, you can help us grow the show. Also remember to download the Expert Business Checklist to get the roadmap on how to become an authority in your field. The link is in the show notes or you can visit gtex.events forward slash expert iPhone checklist. So it's gtex.events forward slash expert iPhone checklist. And as well, finally, if you want to receive daily support in your coaching and speaking business or explore how we can work together, join our private Facebook group, Explode Your Expert Biz. Again, you can find it on Facebook at Explode Your Expert Biz or the link is in the show notes. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, remember that together we grow exponentially. <laughs>